What's up, guys? This is the Dirt Bike Channel Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Brotherson, and I'm uh, pretty excited for today. I say that on every podcast. I always say, like, I'm super excited for today. I know I say that every time, but this time I am really, really excited because I have two special guests on the podcast today, and we're going to be talking about oil. Like, this is something that is super, super cool. Um, a few, I can't remember, it was a couple days ago, a couple weeks ago, um, got an email from a gentleman, and he's like, hey, I don't know if you've heard of us. We're called Reverend Motors. And just right there, I'm like, wait, Reverend Motors, that, that sounds kind of cool. And uh, he's like, hey, look, we do some oil. Don't know if you've heard of us. And so that's all I read about that much. And then I clicked on the link. And you go over there. It's reverendmotors.com. And here's where I was hooked. And, and, I, and I, I have Colton and Corey on the line. But this is, this is the first time they're hearing this because I just wanted it to be I wanted to be totally like authentic and just say how this went down. So I go to the website and I click on oil. They, these guys do oil. And so I go over, I click on oil on reverendmotors.com and here's what I see. First product is Holy Smoke Freedom Roast Coffee Scented Synthetic Two-Stroke Oil. And I'm like, wait, this is, it's a product called Holy Smoke Two-Stroke. And I don't know what more I needed to hear. Like, that's all. Like I didn't need to hear any more. So let me let me just bring in Colton and Corey. I've got these gentlemen on the line. I want to go through some of these other uh, uh, the, some of these other products. But before I do that, I want to say, how did you guys come up with Holy Smoke Two Stroke Oil? <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Corey. So we uh, so it's Col- it's, it's Col- Colton and Corey Freck. Just so you guys know, so Colton yeah. and Corey. Super cool dudes. We've known each other for about six minutes now. <laughs> we go thank way you for back, having Kyle. us on, yeah. Kyle. Yes, thank you so much for having us. Yeah, we we uh, we actually so we got like inspired a long time ago. Um, we obviously grew up racing two strokes, and you know the caster smell, and you know the kind of the nostalgia that everyone talks about of you know racing two strokes. And then as we you know, there's not many more. There's not much of two-stroke racing on the pro circuits, you know, so, um, we, we just wanted to be different and, you know, some of the, some of the stuff that we were, we were, you know, that kind of influenced it was one, um, we grew up in the church, um, and, uh, that's kind of where the story kind of starts basically, but, um, Holy Smoke two-stroke was just like a play on words with it. And, you know, Reverend Motors kind of being like, you know, the, the, um, the guide to, you know, the, the, the spirit guide for your bike, you know, um, it was kind of like with the name. So we, we just had fun with it. We're just having fun with the names, but what we really did was, you know, everyone that we talked to, we were, we were like, yeah, that everyone you talk to for, you know, two strokes is like that caster smell remembers the, remembers yeah. the bell rays and the nine two sevens and all that stuff, which, which are still around great oil. But we wanted to make something that was different and wanted to make something that was not going to, um, you know, dunk up the power valve as bad or do any of that stuff that is kind of typical when you run casters, um, caster based oil. So we wanted to just have a full synthetic, um, oil that just smelled good coming out of your tailpipe. And, uh, <laughs> you know, that's, that's, you know, anytime you walk into a Starbucks or a note, like I, we love, we both are coffee fanatics. So it kind of just works out. It was, it was just, it was just fun. 
Man, there are so many things that I want to dive into on that as well, and we'll get to it. But I just, I just wanted to continue like the hook that I had because the first, I'm like, holy smoke, two stroke. I'm like, oh my gosh, and I see the play on words there. There's like the you know reverend and religion, and then holy smoke, and like I was like, wow. And then the next oil is Godspeed 10W40. So you're talking high performance four stroke motor oil, and then you've got steadfast, you know. 1050, and then you've got prophetic, <laughs> prophetic synthetic two-stroke injector oil. And at this point, I'm like, what is going on? And I'm clicking on the FAQ, <laughs> I'm clicking on the FAQ page. And at that point, I'm like, I need to get these guys, I need to have a conversation with these guys. And I was like, and how cool it would it be if the first time we were talking, I just hit record on the podcast here. Um, cause there's gotta be a story behind it. And you say, so you say you grew up in a church, T- tell me like, in a church and ride motorcycles, like, and your brothers and you have this company. I mean, this is like, this is incredible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, no, I mean, it's just funny cause we've always wanted to, you know, it, it's a dream of ours to, we love this industry and we love this community so much. And it, it's, it's really just an excuse to go do what we love and ride bikes and stuff. So, um, yeah, we grew up, we grew up in the church and, and we kind of wanted to just have fun with the Catholic side of things too. Cause it's just so serious and so religious. When and, you, and, when you say in a church, like what do you, you actually, what, like raised inside of a church building? <laughs> no, we, we grew up in, in the Christian church. Okay. So we, okay. We, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we, we were not born by the podium or anything like okay, that, okay. but, um, just making sure. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> we, uh, and then there's a third leg, uh, to this, our, our trio is named Daniel. And he actually, we met him through, um, Bible study through like a men's group. And then we actually met, um, our chemist now too, through a men's group. So it was really just kind of like a divine encounter and it, it was super organic. It was like, man, we, we would be stupid not to come up with some stuff for this. So it, it kind of was just a match made in heaven. Yeah. Oh, that is so funny because then if you dig deeper, like you've got some other products, like on the aerosol line, you've got divine drive chain lube, you've got release degrees, degreaser. And then one of my personal favorites is thou shalt not rust, which is a <laughs> multi-purpose lube. And again, just, yeah. you, you just got, you guys went, you turned the, you turned like the play on words thing up to an 11 with this stuff. And then lastly, the last one that I got was the born again, like premium gloss spray or whatever, you know? So, and this is the thing. It's like, oh, look, it's people talk about, oh, here's new bike in a can. And then you guys just said, oh, here's born again. So you spray this on your bike and it's born again. I am a religious yeah. guy. I grew up, you know, in, in, you know, with religion was a pretty big part of my life. It has continued to be, um, even later into my life and, you know, raising my family. And so I was just laughing. I, and, and there are some people, there are some people that are so, they take their religion so seriously that they don't want to, they're like, Oh, this is, you know, it might make them a little uncomfortable to me. I was like, these guys are yeah. right up my alley. Like you're just playing on words, born again, Holy smoke, two stroke, all this stuff. And I'm just like, this is awesome. Totally cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of those things that we just like, you got to laugh at yourself once in a while, I think. And it was like, it was one of those, it, for us, it was just like, you know, there, there's nothing, although we, we continue to, you know, we continue to be Christians and, you know, we, we still pray every night and all that stuff. And, 
you know, we've been, we've been blessed to be in the position we're at. It was still fun just to, you know, have those types of words just come out of, come out of like, you know, different sects of the Bible or so, or so, and just like kind of tweak them a bit. But I, you know, I, I, I totally understand that, you know, maybe some people would be upset by it, but you know, we're having fun. I, I think, I don't think it would be too frowned upon by no. uh, the man upstairs. So. No, no, I, I totally and I, and ups, I don't think any would be anybody would be upset by it. But if you're tw- if you're twist a little too tight, you might be like, oh my gosh, you know, I can't, you know. Yeah. But but I think it's fantastic, and and I think I think a lot of times in religion and life and stuff, we take ourselves way too seriously, you know. And this is about like I mean, if you're a, if you're a God fearing man like I am. I mean, he wants you to be happy, right? And this is just fun. This is fun, you know. So if yeah. you're if you're creating yeah. if you're creating a cool product, trying to make a quality product, I say I say why not? And this sets you apart. This I have never I've never been interested in talking to any other oil company. I mean, there are several different places that I've bought oil from several places, and you know, there's these big huge companies and. I, I won't even name drop. Like we could name drop these companies. It doesn't matter to me. I've never wanted to get, um, I can't do it without name dropping, but I've never wanted to get any of these big oil companies or any representatives from any of the oil companies on here. Cause I'm like, it's probably just the same stuff. It's probably just, they're all probably made in, you know, the similar refineries or whatever. And then you just slap this sticker on and that sticker on. But here are guys that are doing it different. This is, these are moto guys. According to your FAQ page, unless you're lying to us all, but your moto, your moto guys that just want to do something fun, want to do something cool for the community, want to offer a quality product, and and want to do it in made in USA here, which I think is resonating maybe more than ever. I mean, at least more than ever in my generation. I'm turning forty this next month. I don't know how old you guys are, but I feel like right now this whole made in USA means more than at any point of my, you know, the last 20 or 30 years. So maybe you guys can talk a little bit, talk a little bit about that, about the made in USA stuff and how you guys handle that. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely, man. Go ahead, Corey. I, I, so for us, we've, we've never been, um, we've never been in the military or anything, but we, we've always dreamt of doing it, you know, but just the, 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 just this country for us is just, been so giving and you know we're you know we grew up here and obviously we're not like you know we didn't <laughs> we're not we didn't like you know was, wasn't born in another country but we just love the america americana and you know old american films and you know like for instance the best best old motocross movie of all time on any sunday right bruce brown film that's just that kind of is just in our dna of just how we wanted, you know, our company to kind of look and, um, you know, me and me and Colton, we, we drive Fords. We, we, we're, you know, we're have American flags stamped on the back of our trucks and stuff. You know, it's, it sounds cheesy, but we're just really grateful and proud to be an American. And that's why we, we, we do everything we possibly can to make, um, everything here in the United States and local too. So we're not, we're not doing anything that's, you know, uh, too far away. Everything's local and, you know, farm to table type of deal. Yeah. And, and I think, it, and to your point, Kyle, especially during 2020, probably the craziest year I've ever lived through. I don't know about you, but um, I think that American made in the USA slogan is so important 
what we saw in 2020 of the vulnerability and just kind of the the um, supply chain that we saw in 2020 kind of crumble a little bit. And so we, you know, we make everything to our tins, to our labels, to the most important part, our oil um, right here in the States. That's so cool. I feel like, man, we're going to have to, we're going to have to meet up sometime because when you were so many of the things that you've said in the last few minutes have really resonated with me. And I feel like I can connect to on like a level that is different than when I usual conversations that I have. Like what you said is, hey, look, we didn't serve in the military, but we kind of always wanted to. I was just having that conversation with my sons last night and kind of saying, hey, I think this is something you guys should think about. They're 10 and 12, or they're 10 and 12, yeah. And I'm like, hey, one of my, it's not a super regret, but I've always felt like I probably should have. I talked to several recruiters when I was in high school. You know, I took the ASVAB military aptitude test when I was in high school and suddenly I had recruiters from every branch of the military like come and pulling me wow. out of class, knocking on my door when I was shooting my bow yeah. and all this stuff and, you know, uh, coming <laughs> wow. to my house and, and, and I, I thought I was going to do it. All I wanted to be was a fighter pilot and uh, long story short, that didn't happen, but I've always kind of felt like I probably should have done something like that. And yeah. it isn't because, and sometimes these people have said, well, is it because you want like the military discount at restaurants? I'm like, no, no, no. I would never say that. I would never be like, oh, can I get your 5% off at Home Depot because I'm a vet? Yes. That's not why. I just kind of wish I would have served, you know? And so I'm trying to find yeah. other, I'm trying to find other ways to serve. I'm trying to find other ways to strengthen our country. And even if it's just, you know, to hold my head up high and try to make people feel good about themselves and make people want to better themselves, I want to, I want our country to be strong. And it's just like you said, with supply chains being disrupted and things I have tried, I sell some different things. It's hard slash impossible, depending on what you want to sell to get it made here in the U S. Oh, some of these things, you just can't get it, you you know? And and if you could get it, if you could get it made, it would come at a cost that no one right now is programmed ready to pay. Absolutely. By trade, Kyle, I'm a, I'm an electrician. So I, that's what I do full time for work. Um, you know, to provide, I'll be 30 next month, but there, you know, you touched on something there. It's like, there's other ways to serve your country. And for us, it, it was kind of like, boom, small business that helps grow an economy. And, you know, the entrepreneurial kind of mindset is what we really love about this country that you can, you, if, if you're willing to bust your butt, you know, you're able to, you know, create a life that, you know, a lot of things, a lot of other countries wouldn't allow you to. So, um, that's why that's for us is like huge and why we, uh, you know, like, like you were touching on, we, we wanted to, you know, be in the military or I, at least I did. And, um, but it was just, wasn't, you know, where I was being led. And, you know, I think, doing this with my brother and kind of having that kind of, um, you know, us grinding on this, on this venture right now is, you know, it's just cool serving something bigger than yourself. Um, I think, and that's for us, that's what our, it's always kind of been in, um, you know, between me, Daniel Colton, just this, this company, this little company we have right now is just, it, it hopefully grows to serve others, not just ourselves our self-loathing, if you will. Yeah. 
No, I can, I can relate to that. In fact, I'm holding an invoice in my hand right now for some of the products that I'm gearing up to start selling here pretty soon when I start a sweepstakes. And I'm looking at this invoice. You can hear it right here. This invoice is more money. It's more, I used to have this product made, I don't know, maybe in China. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying all my products yet are USA made because I'm mm -hmm. getting products from Thailand, China, whatever. I'm, yeah, I'm totally. trying to get stuff made in the US and this invoice I'm holding in my hands. It's more money. It was, it's more money to have me make it, this stuff here. And I'm looking for opportunities. And that's where I, I, see it on your, I see it on your page. And it's one of your FAQs. You know, you say, where are they made? You say, right here in the US of A, we're proud to make our oils, bottles, stickers, right here in Southern California. Um, and that, that means something to me. I'm not one of those guys that is going to lecture anyone about, uh, you know, only buy from USA, whatever, because Hey, everything, everything helps. Like even if I'm selling something that was originally designated, you know, we're, we're having a phone conversation on a device that was made in China. You right. know what I mean? Like there right. are certain things that you just can't get around, but then there's all yeah. these middlemen. Like I'm a small business owner. I bought it. I bought these products from a small business owner. There's like all these people on the supply chain. And I think it's good for us to be working on that as a country. We can't do it overnight. You know, but we right. can we can do it, and we can bring some of this stuff back, and that strengthens us. It strengthens us as a country, as an economy. You know, in a similar way to what would have if you and I had been deployed to Iraq and Afghanistan for the last ten years or something. You yeah, know? yeah, dude, you're you're spot on, man. Like, I think, yeah, it, it, that's what I was gonna say. You got to start small. You got to start somewhere. You're not gonna change it overnight. And um, I think this is something. Obviously, you can hear the passion in all of our voices about it. But, you know, I think, I think we're on the same page. Like we're not going to lecture, but it's, it's, it's out there and we want to make it known that this is, this is kind of where we stand. Yeah. Yeah. And it's cool too. Cause I was looking at, I'm just, I'm just clicking on your website. If, if you guys are on your phones at home or whatever, if you're sitting on the couch, pull it up, it's reverendmotors.com. Follow along with me. So you can click on oil and let's just, let's just say, Hey, look, this is something that I stock in my in my, um, my cabinet all the time for, you know, your 10 W 40 or 10 W 50, um, mm -hmm. 32 99 for, for 64 ounces. And I'm going, okay, that's great. Great. Like I'm not, I'm not even paying more here. So a lot of times you think, yeah. okay, boutique company, small time or whatever. I'm not calling you guys small time, but you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> you're not, you're not like a multi-billion, at least I don't think. I don't think I'm talking to a multi-billion <laughs> no, no. dollar corporation here, but yet no. you're offering what I'm assuming based off these standards and these ratings. And I want to get into that. You're offering a product that is high quality, but I'm not paying 50, 60, 70% more. So how have you, yeah. how have you worked that part out? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question, man. When we first came to market, um, we actually were doing, uh, plastic bottles and we still, the Holy smoke is still plastic, but that'll be changing into the, the tin pretty soon. Um, but we actually, we take the hit on our side. So we want to make sure that we continue to give, um, the, the community a price competitive product. So we take the hit on our side and, um, we're totally okay with that. You know, it, it's one of those things that we feel so strongly about that, um, you know, we, we were willing to take that, take that on. And also we have some stuff in the future that, that we would like to do, um, to kind of make that even cheaper, believe it or not. Wow. 
So tell me a little bit about like chemistry of this oil. And it sounds like you guys are not chemists, but you have, you have a business partner who knows a lot about this stuff. So can we talk a little bit about the chemistry of, of your oil? Obviously you're not going to talk about secrets, but can we talk about like formulations and, uh, you know, standards like the API standards and the JAS, JASO stuff. I'm not super well versed in this stuff, but maybe you guys can give us like give the you know listeners a Cliff Notes version of hey, this is what we make, this is how we test it, this is this is good stuff, and here's how you know that it's you know it's quality. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so first things first, you know that you have to go through those those specs. So anyone that you know, a weekend warrior, or everyday rider, um, they're going to look at their manual, right? Um, and so the API, American Petroleum Institute, it has to go through certain specs. Um, so for instance, the Godspeed 10W40, that's, you know, API S, it's now SN. So there's, if you go into API, they have it all kind of broken down for you on, on the different tiers. Um, so now our, our new stuff is that API SN plus, and all that means is it, it meets a certain criteria in the lab um, to qualify for that spec. And then the JSO is, is the Japanese standard. So you want both of those because they're obviously um, Japanese bikes unless you're riding an Austrian bike, um, and, but they still go by API and JSO. So that's kind of a brief overview on that. Um, and then we, you know, we kind of say it's like, it's kind of like mac and cheese where like the mac and cheese of oil, you, you take some, some ingredients and blend it together. We use all of our stuff full synthetic. Um, so all that, all that means is it means it, it's either a group four or a group five base oil. So you have your PAOs, which is a group four. And excuse me if I'm talking a little too fast or, or getting no, it's great. ahead of myself. It's great. Um, the, the group fours is a PAO. Um, and then a group five is, is actually not made from petroleum. It, it's actually a fat. So like an ester, or you'll, you'll see that on a lot of competitors, ester fortified. Um, so we use both. And then we obviously add in some trade sets for our additives. So it's actually, you know, there's a whole chemical side of adding polymers and stuff like that, which polymers basically will, you know, resist breakdown with heat. And they're super strong. You that you basically need that to make it a synthetic. Um, uh, uh, basically, if you have like a, if you have a ten, which is the so the, the ten, we're gonna go down into some some teaching here. <laughs> um, but but the ten for in the viscosity index is is actually the W's for weather. So that's in cold testing, and then the other side of the spectrum, like a forty or a fifty is what that tests at at that degrees um at 100 degrees celsius so um when you have a big index like that a 10 to a 50 you need these polymers to make sure that um they're not breaking down in cold and in uh extreme temperatures so um yeah i mean i we could go on and on about on the chemical side but we really do want to make it simple and Corey, Corey and i are trying to come out with some videos and stuff some infotainment to kind of explain how that how that works what you're putting in your bike and and what does this and what does that well i think no that was a, that was fantastic um and it, uh, you can tell that you guys are doing doing the homework i'm gonna in full disclosure everyone listening to this i have not purchased any of this stuff but i'm going to and i think just to, just on like the i know you've got some stuff for uh commercial applications but 
you've got four main things that you show just on oil, which is your your uh, two-stroke premix oil. Then you've got 1040 and 1050, and then you've got an injector safe. It looks like an injector safe two-stroke oil. You're covering the bases right there. I mean, those four oils, that's all I need. I, I don't, I mean, I mean, every once in a while, I guess I might carry like a 75 weight gear oil, but more often than not, I'm just running either 1040 or 1050 in my bikes, in my, you know, if it's a four stroke, that's going in the motor. If it's a two stroke, I'm doing the 10 W40 or 10 W50 in my transmission. I'm not even really using gear lube anymore. And so of the four oils that you've got right there, that covers basic, it covers everything I'm doing with dirt, with dirt bikes. You know, so that's, yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's what do you, if I can ask, what are you riding, Kyle? Are you on the, cause you guys are running all KTMs over there, huh? No, I've got, I always have a mix of things. I've got KTMs. I've got, I've got a Kawasaki Honda. We've got a Yamaha. I've got a lot of crap. I mean, I've got right now, <laughs> right now of the motorcycles that I have, I've got Honda, Yamaha, Kawasaki, KTM, Gas Gas, <laughs> Sherco. Um, what have I missed? Wow. Um, and some of those, some of those are kids bikes, some of those are trials bikes, but I typically have anywhere between, I usually have six or seven different brands, you know? So I have, yeah, I've got several, I've got several KTMs, but in my possession right now, Kawasaki, Yamaha, KTM, Gas Gas, Sherco, you know, so it's, it's all in here and I don't need any other oils than what you're, what you're showing here. I do love that you have the injector safe two stroke oil. Uh, because that's something that I, I get a lot of questions about. And in my like KTM TPI two stroke bikes, I've just been running the Motor X cross power stuff. I said I wasn't going to name drop, mm-hmm. but then I just did. Here, <laughs> it just it just slipped out. What 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 is what is necessary to or what is maybe different at a high level between say just a two stroke premix oil like your Holy Smoke two stroke and then your prophetic, uh, injector safe stuff. Like what is the difference and, and what makes it like, Oh, this is injector oil. And this one isn't, if we can talk about that for just a second. Yeah, we actually, we just came out with that one, um, end of March actually. So Corey and I, uh, you know, we kind of got into the enduro scene. Um, I'd say almost what, like two years ago, Corey. Um, and so, we really wanted to just come out. We want to come out with stuff that is, and I'm not going to name drop either, but you go through some of these catalogs and you're like, what the heck do I choose? Like, there's a lot to choose from. And we want to make it very basic, almost like just in and out style. I don't know if you ever had in and out, but, um, like just you get your number one, your number two, your number three, and you know what you're getting. Um, so we just came out with that. It's, completely safe for TPI, uh, the, the Euro bikes, and then any, any form of injection for two stroke. Um, and really all that comes down to is the viscosity index. So, uh, it's highly, it's more refined. Um, we use what's known as like a white oil in, in the industry. Um, and then it really just comes down to that. It's, 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 you, you don't want to, you don't want to use premix, uh, in your injector because of the viscosity. It's not gonna, it's not gonna pass through those injectors as well. So the premix oil is typically going to be a thicker viscosity because they know it's going to be diluted down in fuel. Whereas in your injector oil, it exactly. comes out a lot thinner because it's just going to be squirted through an injector. So they don't want it to be thick. Exactly. It doesn't have to, it doesn't have to blend with the, with, with, with the fuel. So if you're using, 
Um, we don't have anything for like uh, nitro or anything like that. We just do gasoline right now. Um, but yeah, you're exactly right. The premix has to to mix in with the gas, obviously, and then the injector um, will will typically separate. It won't it won't really blend with the gas as well. Yeah, yeah, I know that makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. I I love you, it. But we we were thinking of making a two in one. There's ways to to make that, but we kind of just wanted to make it very uh, cookie cutter. Um, you know, you you know what you're buying. You don't have to really second guess if I should be doing premix or injectors because some people bypass that injector system and you and you kind of start messing with stuff. I don't know if you've ever run into those kind of guys or if you've done that yourself. Yeah, I haven't done it myself, but I bump into those guys in email and stuff weekly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was another thing too because we like uh, you know in southern and we we often go to the river, um, you know, to Colorado River and go like boating and stuff. And the outboard systems, a lot a lot of them will still be running like the older Black Max Mercury Black Maxes will still have injection injection on it. But a lot of guys will take that off and just run straight premix, just in case if you know one of the one of the injection is there's an injection issue and no oil gets the motor. So that's, that's, it's one of those things too for us where we were, we were like wanting to do the two in one, but then we're like, like Colton said, um, it was like a group decision between me, Daniel and Colton to, you know, let's just make an injection, injection oil. And, you know, uh, not to name drop too, but the, uh, a good, good buddies of ours over at Wolf Enduro, they, they've been running it too. And we've had, you know, pretty, pretty, uh, like great results from what they've said, um, increase in power and, uh, you know, having, uh, a better exhaust, I would say less smoke and, uh, stuff that they've been running. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's the, it's the right call to just separate them out. Um, cause use cases and applications are different. Um, you know, yeah, the one, the one exactly. scary thing that a lot of people have will say like a TPI bike, a KTM Husky gas gas or whatever, is just, they use so little oil. I have been asking, I mean, I've been keeping track and I've been asking a bunch of my buddies and I have some data. This isn't scientific, but it's, I have some data that says these TPI bikes are running. Obviously it would depend on what your RPMs are and your throttle position is over the average aggregate. But here's what I'll say. You're the guys that I'm talking to. And in my case, it's only using about one liter of oil per 100 Mm -hmm. hours. It's, yeah, it it's, is crazy, man. It's very little. It's very little. And yeah. so it's going to be important that you're putting a high quality, probably synthetic oil in that bike because it's using very little oil. And so you guys are totally, yeah. you guys are totally confident your, your prophetic stuff will work fine in any of these Austrian TPI, these TPI bikes. Sorry, oh, absolutely. Cool. absolutely. I didn't catch that part. Oh, I was, I was yeah, just sorry. We, we're on we're on conference call. I just said that these 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 bikes are using so little oil that you got to be really careful. You, you know, a lot of guys, including myself, are like careful about what oil you're putting in there because it's only going to use a hundred, you know, uh, one liter ish in a hundred hours. So you got to be putting some high quality oil in there because not a lot is actually getting in. You know. Yes, they're going through the the transfer port, so it's you, you know it's basically going from. It's going into the bottom of the crank, and then it's got to go throughout the hole. So you want something that, that you know, it's it's almost like it just grabs onto the walls and yeah. grabs onto the to the crank. Yeah, and I th- yeah, and- I know I know enough oil gets in there because I've pulled we've pulled the top ends off, and there's plenty of oil covering. You know, so 
I think as mm-hmm. long as you're putting in a high quality oil, enough is getting in there. I, I'm not the dude that is pre-mixing. I don't, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole, but I'm not pre-mixing these TPI bikes. I'm just letting it run <laughs> the way they run. Yeah. And, you know, right. I've put, yeah. I've got between me and my just close circle of riding buddies, we've got somewhere around 2000 motor hours on a TP on TPIs have not had wow. a single, single issue yet, you know? So nice. that, that's pretty cool. I need to, I need to try this yeah. stuff. Yeah. And, and a lot of, a lot of the time too, like we have, we have some customers that, you know, come back to us and say, it was just recently we had some customers say, um, yeah, you know, I, I felt some fouling when I was, when I was, uh, you know, giving it gas and, um, you know, like, I don't want to blame it on your guys' oil, yada, yada, yada. And it wasn't, and it's a simple thing too. I think an education standpoint needs to happen. You know, Kyle, you know this, but when anytime you're messing with elevation, you know, and different jetting systems and stuff, not, uh, I'm, I'm talking about the premix stuff side now. Um, you know, that, that's where you'll have like different lags and throttles and stuff like that. But what's crazy, you know, is there's a lot of, there's a lot of misconceptions. I, I believe that a lot of people have with oils and we're not, believe me, me and Colton and Daniel, we're not, we're not trying to, you know, if, if you like what you're running, you know, run that, but we're, we're here, we're, we're here and we're, we're not going to go anywhere in the sense of, we just want to support the community of riders that we ourselves are in. Um, but it's, 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 there's a lot of, there's a lot of like misconceptions when it comes to oil and, you know, I think, and I think there's a lot of pointing fingers at certain oils and stuff, um, where it's like no one's pointing, you know, pointing fingers at like elevation levels or your, your, your jetting situation or, or your gasoline for that matter. You know, some guy who fills up say, you know, if you, for instance, we, we were, we were in, uh. Arizona top flash flood comes through. Well, we picked up gas from Arco. Luckily we picked, um, you know, luckily we put it inside the tanks first, but one of their systems had a bunch of dirt inside of the actual gas. And it was like almost like a rust colored look. Uh-huh. So there's like a lot of things too, like, you know, that we, we, me and Colton and Daniel want to work on too, for like, like what Colton was saying, like an infotainment thing. Because after all, it's not, it's, it, yeah, we like, we would love to sell you oil and, you know, um, and, you know, support whatever, you know, either racing or just going out with your buddies and riding. Um, but at the same time, we're, we just want to bring that misconception home uh, or, you know, and, and kind of enlighten people at the same time while we're, you know, making, making this high quality oil. Or support, you know, and I think support guys like, you Kyle I think what you do for the community is so rad I just watched that I just listened to that whole podcast uh, that you touched on of what we're talking about right now I think that stuff and I love how you preface it you're you know you're like I'm not an expert and all that stuff but you bring that that experience and that that value that you've had over the last you know however many years you've been wrenching on bikes and so even if if it's supporting guys like you and guys that just uh want to bring more information to the community yeah you know when you say there's all this information misinformation out there if i could go back in time and redo this thing this little dirt bike channel thing that i've done i probably there's there are a couple videos i probably wouldn't have made because there's been so much like Mm -hmm. like controversy or vitriol about it and one of them has to do with pre-mixing oil 
And I still stand by what I said in those, in those videos, but there are some people that are just, I don't know what the right word is to use that, you know, cause I don't want to put people down, but there are just some people who are so unbelievably sure uh, yeah. about their position. Oh yeah. And, and, and if you're not on there, if you don't agree with their position, then you are a scumbag. Like put that guy in your mind. I met hundreds of those people like with some of these videos and I still to this day get emails of like, Hey, I know you do this all the time or whatever. Like I know you run a like X oil all the time in everything and you never use anything else. And I'm just like, man, where did you get that idea? You know, like I do all kinds of things. 90% of the stuff I do or try never makes it to a YouTube video, never makes it to a podcast, never, certainly never makes it to Facebook or Instagram, like 90% of everything I do. So you're going to base off, you're going to base one video that you saw ten, five years ago where I talked yeah. for five minutes, you're going to take it totally out of context and then like hammer me for it and subscribe to my channel with the solely intention of just trolling me for five years because of oil, because you, because you didn't agree with what I said about a certain oil or a certain premix. And, and I'll, you know, there was, maybe you got listen to it. There was a podcast I did semi recently where I'm just talking about jetting and two stroke oil and premix and blah, blah, blah. And I'm not talking, I'm not trying to like push anyone's oil. I'm just saying, Hey, look, here's some things that I've noticed in my jetting. Here's some things I noticed in my premix. Here's some misconceptions that I see because unlike you, I get emails from people every day of the week. And these are questions that people ask. There are some recurring themes here, you know? Yeah. Number one theme is, Hey, what bike should I buy? (laughs) You know, another theme is like, they say these things about jetting and, and, premix that I'm just like, whoa, you've got 180 degrees off, buddy. So, so I see it over and over and over. And I'm like, yeah, there is a lot of miss, you know, so it would be really cool if you guys could come up with some clever infotainment. I love the way you, I love the way you put that some ways to kind of a, get your name out there and B entertain people. And if you can slip it in that you're educating them also, that's something that I'm kind of trying to do tinker around with sometimes is, Hey, think of a thing like for instance, here let me give you an example. So I wanted I wanted to highlight the fact that my Kawasaki KX250X only has five speeds, and I think it's dumb. I think it should have had I think it should have had six speeds. And then this okay. other idea came to me of like, hey, my my son's eighty five. We I went on a that. ride. We went on a ride. And I'm like, I think this eighty five might be faster top speed. I legitimately <laughs> thought it was faster only because Kawasaki forgot to put an extra gear in there. <laughs> Every, everyone else, Yamaha, I mean, Honda didn't do it either, right. but all these other manufacturers figured out, well, if this isn't a motocross bike, we should put six speeds in it. But Kawasaki was lazy. They didn't. So then I'm like, yeah. wait a second, this bike might actually be slower top speed than my son's 85. And still, and so I go out, I do this video where I'm like, Hey, here's a drag race. The, the underlying theme to that video, which some people get and some people didn't is it's not really as my 250 four stroke faster or slower than my son's bike. The underlying theme of that is Kawasaki put five speeds in that when they should have put six. And so, and so, and I don't even, I think it went over a lot of people's heads. So what I'm saying is that's an example of something that I'm going to try to do more of. If you guys had a way to do that, where you had, 
you know, somebody there's, there's this, there's a company that advertise on advertises on YouTube. It's like man soap. I don't know what it is, but like they have these commercials that come on in YouTube videos. Dr. Squatch. Yeah, 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 yeah. That. So, yeah. so yes, any other, vi- any other ads that I get, I'm counting down until it says I can click through it to go off of it. I'm the same way. But those man. guys, those guys, I don't, I don't <laughs> click off of it because it's entertainment. Yeah. It's entertainment. And so if you, and that's tough to do, like what they're doing is hard to replicate. They did the same thing back years ago in a company called Dollar Shave Club. Did you guys ever see that? Yeah, absolutely. I was just going to bring that up. Yeah. So I, that company, I don't even know how much they're worth now, but they, that one YouTube video they made, I mean, holy crap. I still, I still get Dollar Shave Club every other month because the way that that video made me feel like 10 years ago, I'm like, I'm like, they got me. You know, so if you guys, if, and man, now I'm no pressure because I'm setting the bar kind of high. I've just, I've just given, I'm like, Hey, what you guys should do is this. But if you, if you had a way to make, to do that, to figure out a, a skit, a laugh a whatever that got your brand out there, entertained people. And then also like slipped in this little bit of wisdom, like, Hey, this is a, something that you should know about oil. I mean, that could be yeah. really cool, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That, you're, you're hitting the nail on the head, man. It, that's what we, that's what we want to do. It's, it's like you said, it's a dance. It's a hard, hard thing to, um, to, it's definitely a dance. Yeah. And we, we, we often, we often like try to push the threshold of like, you know, uh, of more of a community base, like word of mouth type of marketing, if you will. Um, just, just for the reasons of like what we were like, you know, at least for me in my heart, like I've always been fascinated by the movie on any Sunday because it was so cool that you could, you could, you know, that, that scene where uh, Steve McQueen is racing with the pig farmer from Marietta. And, you know, it was, it didn't matter who, you know, if it was a pro or a movie star, they were all racing together and it would all, you know, get off the track and, or the course or whatever. And, have a beer and just talk about the race or something, which I think is so cool and where the sport is lacking in a lot of ways, um, where it's bringing kind of new blood or, you know, different people from different sides of the fence, you know, in, um, I think there's, I think, you know, during this whole pandemic too, what's, what was cool is seeing the amount of people trying to get on bikes now or being able to, you know, go out more and really like reflash their love for riding motorcycles. I think it's, I think it's been super cool to watch that kind of, and it's been subtle, but, um, I, I agree with you. Like there's the education part, but at the same time, the dollar shave club, like comedy skit or, you know, just a like cool bike build or whatever is definitely on the radar for us. We have so many ideas, so many, different visions of where we want, where we think we can grow and where we think we can take the sport to, or just being a really cool brand or having a really cool oil. There's so many things that me and Colton and Daniel just talk about and dream about and, you know, ride it on a board and, and then, you know, put it in priority of what exactly how we have to hit those, what we have to do to hit those bullet points and stuff. So it's one, it's, it's definitely is in our wheelhouse, but like, you know, there's three of us and, and we're, we're, we're just, we're, we're just grinding anywhere we can. And we can't thank people enough like yourself who 
allow us to tell this story and kind of, you know, really the takeaway I think is anyone, you know, if you, if you love something so much, you should, you should probably try to see if you can, you know, make a living out of it or just, you know, just do it because you love it type of deal. So that's, you know, full circle. That's kind of what we want to try to embed into, you know, our customers or even just the community itself. No, that's great. I love that. And I feel, I feel like there's a bunch of people, I don't know what it is about the dirt bike uh, community and I don't want to paint with too broad of a brush um, here, but I, but I want to, what I'm going to say is um, complimentary. And so maybe I do want to paint with a broad brush. Uh, There are, we're a little bit different breed of people. We're a little bit different class of people. You know, obviously we have, we have the rednecks who I've, I've been a redneck in my life. You know, we have the rednecks. We also have the CEOs in our, in our, uh, in our field here. I get to interact with so many cool people. Um, and it's probably the best part of this little gig. Like what I'm doing is a grind. It's a lot of work. It's the hardest work I've ever done, but I get to meet some really cool people like, like you guys, Colton and Corey, and I meet people from all walks of life, but there's just, there's some sort of a little bit, there's a little bit more motivation almost, it feels like, in the dirt bike mm-hmm. community where people want to do something. There's not a lot of people that are just sitting on, you know, sitting on the couch. Like you meet, you meet people who are activators, who are go-getters, who, you know, are leaders in essence. Yeah. There's so many of those yeah. people in this sport, in our little sport, and I I don't think we're tapping into that enough. You know, here, here I am 100%. talking to a two brothers from Southern California who are trying to make the world a better place. And, you know, by here's this thing, here's the oil. We're going to make these oils. We're going to do this. We're going to make it super fun. We're going to make a cool company and have a cool brand. And, and we're going to play on words with, with like religion and stuff. And I'm just like, this is awesome. We need more of this. I want to help grow the industry. I want to help other small businesses. And there's so many like-minded people in our sport. It feels different. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe yeah. if I, maybe if I was in super into basketball or something, you know, maybe I'd be get plugged into all these basketball dudes and I'd feel the same way. Maybe, but I don't know. I don't know man. Cause I, I was in golf. I was, I was into golf, you know, and oh, had a lot right. of, now you're speaking Colton's language, a lot of buddies, you know, and <laughs> golf is cool. And, and I, you know, I don't have time for it now, but the point I just never really it was the golfer dudes now I don't I don't want to I don't want to like offend anyone but I'm just saying it feels like the dirt bikers on the whole are like hey we're ready to build something I'm ready to go yeah you know m- build a company yeah. build my community make this trail you know these types of things we're going to build a track we're going to we're going to set up this foundation or whatever whereas my golfing buddies yeah. They're cool, but they weren't really doing that. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm Dude, reaching too spot, much. No, you're spot on, man. Like we, we, Corey and I were at Glen Helen um, that two weeks ago for the two stroke nationals, and this guy came up to our booth and uh, he was kind of asking about us, and then we asked him about uh, what he was doing, and he's wearing a shirt, and he goes, "You know, I've had this idea for fifteen, twenty years, and I finally decided just to go for it." I'm like dude mention like yes you should like i i do think in the moto community there's a that that passion is a lot stronger and i i think people you know we have we share the the same passion and goal of growing the industry and and 
Um, I think it has grown to Corey's point. I think over this last year, you know, I've seen more people on bikes than ever. And I love seeing that. Like it's, it's so bitching, but to your point, I think, you know, people, there are, there are more go-getters and, and hard workers in this industry. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, I've kept, I've kept you, I've kept you guys long enough. You guys need to get back and make some oil. Like what, what did we miss? Is there, what are the best ways for people to get in touch with you guys? I mean, I taught, I said revenmotors.com. That's the website. How else do people get in touch with you guys? What's the, what's the best way? Yeah. You can hit us up on our Instagram. Um, me, if you, if you have a message, like if you have any type of question or anything, you know, you can message us on Instagram. Um, just simply Reverend Motors, um, and uh, we, it's near Colton who are you know answering the question. We don't have like some marketing group that's doing any of that stuff, so it's either me or Colton that's going to re- you know answer back to you. Um, yeah, basically our Instagram, we're we're and uh, our website, our email at contact at y- or ReverendMotors.com is uh, two best ways to get a hold of us. Um, we're working on our other you know. Um, media points but yeah for there you can just hit us up and like i said any any questions you guys have um or anyone has we we're happy to answer or just talk to you and hang out so the email was contact at reverendmotors.com is that right correct cool cool and then instagram is a great way to do it so they can send you a dm on instagram yeah if you got any oil questions or anything hit us up on instagram and um we're pretty quick to get back to you so cool well, I will be placing my first order here uh, relatively soon. I just bought a bunch of oil, but I'm going to buy some. I'm going to get some of your stuff. <laughs> give that a try. I'm going to try this uh, coffee. I'm going to try this coffee roast um, <laughs> because in my kids' bikes, I'm always following them. We go on a ride, and I'm following those guys, <laughs> and so I'm going to put that in their tanks and see see if I can smell that. And and that'll yeah, just be but, something. You know, someday you might be feeling coffee. Someday it's faster. You never, you know. Switch it up. Yeah, no, that's so funny. Yeah, and, and I highly recommend throw a little VP in there. You get your, you get the best Colombian roast you've ever smelled. <laughs> which one? T uh, T four? Which VP do you have to put in? Because they got like ninety uh, formulations. Put, yeah, we have. We just run T ten in ours. Okay. There's so I yeah. I'm I can't afford that stuff. I'm I'm working on a freaking <laughs> like out there, man. I'm, I'm working on a YouTuber salary. I can't afford to run race gas <laughs> on my kids' bikes. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's funny the moto community just like dumps their like their money into their into their machines. Machines, it's awesome. Like some of the guys at the races, like they're like <laughs> we're putting like Arco eighty seven in their you know thirty thousand dollar truck, but they're putting like. five gallons in their, in their dirt bike. Oh my God. Well, you know, what's funny is I had a guy email me just the other day and he's like, he's just been saving all his money to, to go, you know, buy this dirt bike. And he's like, Hey, is it okay if I just put like 85 octane in my bike? Cause I just don't (laughs) want it to be too expensive. And I'm just like, Hey brother, um, this whole sport is expensive. And I suggest that you spend the extra 20 cents per gallon to get the premium octane, whatever that is in your area. In my area, it's 91. You guys are down, you're, you're closer to sea level. So you probably get 94 octane, but I'm like, Hey, look, just spend the extra 20 cents a gallon. Yeah. Figure out a way to make that sacrifice and at least put the, I'm I'm mostly a premium pump gas guy. I don't, I've run some race fuels and stuff, but it's just so expensive. 
So yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we, it's hit or miss for us. It's, you know, we're going on a trail or something. We're going to, we're going to do pump, but we just, with that racing background, we kind of just, and we put some different heads and stuff on too. So we need that higher compression kind of needs it sometimes. So, yeah, yeah. um, yeah. I'm just, I'm just a newbie. So I don't, I don't need high. In fact, I put high compression heads on my bikes. I can't even ride the freaking things. It's too much power. The way I look at it is I'm like, sorry, I was going to let you guys go. But the way I look at it is like if my bike and I'm sure, I'm sure. Okay. So I'm using about 20, 30% of its capability. So if I put, uh, you know, some extra hop ups on this thing now, I've made the bike 2% better. So now I'm only using 28% of its capability. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I just made the bike has 70% that I'm leaving on the table. And then I do this thousand dollar part. And now I'm leaving 72% on the table. I'm not, (laughs) I'm not getting any more out of it. So that's usually, that's where my brain goes. I suck. I, you, you ride, you ride, you ride, you ride with people who are better than you and it doesn't matter what bike they're on. Like you ride with somebody who's like way better than you. They can be on some TTR 230, which they're is happening. Be better, yeah. yeah. So anyway, they're always going to be better. So, okay. Well, I, I think this has been super fun. Thanks for taking the time. I'm going to, I'm going to place an order. Um, and it would be fun to meet up with you guys at some point and just, and just shake hands. I would have yeah, come down absolutely. to absolutely. I would have come down to Supercross races, but you guys won't have them in California anymore. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. call our governor. We'll see if he answers. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Probably he probably won't, but yeah. oh, hopefully we. Yeah, get- man. It, thank thank you so much. This, this has been really fun too for us. We 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 enjoy just chatting and you know getting to know you, man, as well. It's super cool. Okay. Very good. Well, let's keep in touch and I'll cut you guys loose. Thanks so much. All right. Kyle. All right. Have a good day. Bye. All right. Bye. So there you have it. That's Colton and Corey Freck, Reverend Motors. How cool is that? Like that is legit. That's fun. That's fun. And I feel like, I mean, I, I have no idea what these guys look like. We've never spoken before now. Normally I do like a some, a lot of times I'll do like a warm up call where I will call somebody, talk to them for a half hour or something. And then we come up with like a little, some bullet points to go through. And then we'd have the call the next day or two days later. I did not do that with Colton and Corey. I just said, Hey, let's do, you want to do a podcast? And they're like, sure. I set up a zoom call, the zoom thing. It was kind of, it wasn't kind of working. So I just called them. I'm like, Hey, let me call you, you, you conference in your brother. And we just went and I just hit record. And we went for it and that was, that was pretty dang cool. So, um, legit, I'm going to, I'm going to buy some oil from them. Reverendmotors.com. I think it's cool. The four oils that they have are all I need. Holy smoke, two stroke for the pre the premix. They got the 1040, they got the 1050, and then they've got the prophetic stuff, which is for injectors. So I've only run the motor X cross power two T in my, in my TPI bikes. I'm going to throw some of this stuff in there and just see. And I legit am going to get some of their, you know, their freedom scented coffee roast for my kids' bikes and just la- and just have a laugh and, and go behind them and see if I can s- smell it, you know? Anyway, so that's what I got going on. Um, I don't have any sort of promo codes with those guys. I literally, it was just first call. So this is like totally organic. You know, if I, if I get this stuff and love it, then maybe I'll try to get some sort of 
promo code or something. I don't, I don't know. This is just how I'm rolling. This is the second podcast I've recorded today. I did a podcast earlier today, so I'm going to schedule this one to come out in a day or two. Um, but thank you so much uh, to Reverend Motors for doing that uh, podcast. That was super fun. Uh, I want to do more of that stuff. I just have to I just have to make it a priority. So yeah, if you want to support Dirt Bike Channel, hey, one of the best ways you can do it is to go to my website, dirtbikechannel.com. Go over there. You can click on my links for Rocky Mountain ATV. I also have some links for Amazon and Motorsport. That really, really helps. You click on those links before you do your shopping. And uh, I get a referral bonus for sending you guys there. I buy almost everything from Rocky Mountain ATV. Uh, the only reason I don't buy it from them is if they don't have it. And most of the time, they have it. Most of the things I want, they have. They don't have Reverend Motors oil. Uh, so... At least I don't think they do. So I'll I'll buy this this oil directly from Reverend Motor ReverendMotors.com. But cool couple cool guys. Sounds like we're uh have a lot in common and uh be fun to meet him in person someday. So that's what I have for everyone today. Um if you have questions, you can reach out to me, Kyle at dirtbikechannel.com. If you have podcast suggestions, Kyle at dirtbikechannel.com. Hey, if you're a small business owner, and you've got a cool product. People email me all the time. I don't, I'm not promising that I want to use your product, but I'd like to see it. I'd like to see what you're making. You know, I've got some really cool companies that I've worked with in the past. Um, you know, Step Ramp, awesome company. If you want to buy a best ramp you've ever seen, Step Ramp. Use my promo code. I, it's on my video. Email me. I've got a, I've got a promo code that'll at least it'll help give me some credit back. It won't save you a ton of money. You know, other ones like uh, Easy Chocks, the best way to put your bike in a trailer and get it, you know, in there securely with E-Track, Easy Chocks, those guys. I do have a promo code for them for you to save some money on that one. So anyway, cool stuff. Really cool company. Um, I need to get some other work done. Man, when you're a small business owner, I it's just me. So I've got a bunch of stuff I got to do before the sweepstakes. If you're listening to this, anytime between... Well, I start a sweepstakes here on April 30th of 2021. It'll go through June 30th of 2021. You can enter to win one of my three motorcycles that I'm giving away. All the details will be over on dirtbikechannel.com, my website. During that time, 60-day promotion or whatever that is. I mean, it might be 61. I haven't counted them. It's 60, 61 days, somewhere in there, you know, two-month promotion. Uh, You can enter to win three different motorcycles, so it should be pretty cool. Okay. That's what I have for you guys today, you guys and gals and whoever you are. Um, yeah, cool stuff. Leave a single track. Thanks, everybody.